You're listening to the Mind Your Business Podcast, episode number 97. Today, we're talking all about how to think like Einstein. So, stay tuned. Hi, I'm James Wedmore, and I've built a multiple seven-figure internet business that offers the financial freedom to do what I want, when I want. And I'm the first to say that hard work and hustle are not essential ingredients for your success. So, how do you build a thriving business from the inside out? Now, with over 800,000 downloads, this is the Mind Your Business Podcast. All right, hello, ladies and gentlemen. James Wedmore here, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Mind Your Business Podcast. Now, I apologize if my audio isn't as phenomenal and wonderful as it usually is. I am actually coming to you from New York City. My wife and I have rented an apartment in the city over in the West Village, and we're here for a month, hanging out, relaxing. That's the big (laughs) ironic piece, trying to relax in a city that never sleeps. Nevertheless, we are here and soaking up the city, enjoying the energy and all the wonderful people, places and things to do while we're here. And we didn't want to pause the podcast. So we're still recording episodes. And one of the things that's really special is, you know, there are a lot of extraordinary people that live here that you can get in front of in just a few minutes. And today's episode is no exception. So I'm about to introduce to you a very special guest who's been a good friend of mine for many years. In fact, she was the first person I met when I moved to New York. I lived here in 2012 for a year. And she reached out to me to connect with me like a week before, or less than a week before I moved out here. And so she's the first person I met. And I quickly learned that she has some incredible gifts. And I started working with her And just saw extraordinary results in my life. Miracles. And she's been doing what she does for a super long time now. And I'm just really proud to share her gifts with you guys. And yeah, so her name is Laura Hames Franklin. Some of our listeners are already familiar with Laura. And, you know, it's so fascinating what she does. So I am going to request you guys keep a totally open mind It's almost too confusing and complicated for me to explain it. But to the best of my ability, Laura really works with this mind-body connection. And, you know, the name of the podcast is Mind Your Business. And what Laura really helps to do is help connect the mind with the body, which is something that I've always struggled with personally. That I've always been very left brain, very cerebral, very thinker, think, think, think. And she really gets you to connect it and have a whole mind and a whole body approach to life, to business, to everything you're up to so that you can unlock your full potential. And for me, this was so outside my zone of what I thought was even possible and what I even thought was a blind spot for me. And it's truly extraordinary. So she uses muscle testing and tapping and all kinds of other modalities in order to help release limiting beliefs and blocks that you have and access your full potential. And I think we're going to do a few episodes with Laura because she's just so amazing and she has so much stuff to share. And I just 
I can't wait to put her in front of you guys. So today's episode was just the tip of the iceberg. It was just one piece of the conversation, and we decided to start with the mind itself. You guys have heard me. If you've listened for a while, we talk about the concept of the left brain and the right brain. And what Laura's here to do today is what my goal has been with this podcast is to integrate and use both to take a whole mind approach. And this is what she calls thinking like Albert Einstein, to have an Einstein brain. And she'll discuss more of this why in a moment. But she's actually going to take you through an exercise that you can do along with us, as long as you're not driving or operating heavy machinery, so that you can start to integrate both your left brain and your right brain to work more together. And it's pretty powerful. Now, because it's an audio and you're listening, you can't see her or I, there's some exercises and things she's going to have you do with your hands and your body that you may be like, wait, I don't know what I'm doing. So we will link up a YouTube video that Laura has created that will give you some of the visualization. So you might want to listen to the episode first, just to kind of hear what we're doing and then go back and watch that video. But anyways, I want to stop talking and I want to introduce you to my good friend and our special guest, Laura Hames Franklin. All right. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, James Wedmore here. And today I have a very special guest and we're going to talk about how to think like Einstein, how to have an Einstein brain. And I'm here with my very good friend and our special guest, Laura Hames Franklin. Laura, how are you doing? I'm great, James. Thank you for having me here. Excited to share this very important topic because, hey, we all have a brain and there's an Einstein in every one of us and I'm here to set them free. I love it. I love it. So before we get into this, because I'm really excited, we've known each other since like 2012 now. It's been a while. It's been some years. When I introduce you, I do a, probably a poor job of introducing you, but the one thing I do say is I've said Laura's always been my secret weapon. And I think you guys will be, you'll find out why in a moment, but that makes me super proud and honored to share one of my secret weapons with all of our listeners here on the podcast. So Laura, could you take a moment and explain to our li listeners a little bit about what you do and how you came about doing it and why you do it? That is the question of questions. So yeah, thank you. And it's been an amazing journey to know you. And as James said, we met in 2012. And my journey has really been always about how can I reach my potential? And I think that's immediately where I connected with you because you're clearly about how can I be the best me? You surround yourself with people who are reflecting that back and that positive energy is contagious. And I've always been really seeking, okay, how can I be the best me? And what are the components that create that? And through my life, I've done various different trainings. I actually went to dance school and did a degree in dance. So I was always connected to my body. How can I be the most, how can I be the best me in my body and really achieve what I know is possible, reach that potential? And then I'd always been fascinated with then kind of like the psychology behind the body. So we know, okay, I have a body, I have a mind, but very rarely do we actually think of those as the same thing. It's like, okay, I go to, you know, school and I do my lessons for the mind part. And then I, you know, have my like physical practice. Maybe you do sports or you go to yoga class. And very rarely do we really start to experience 
how they are actually connected. So during my journey, actually, when I was at dance college, I found a book in the library that was all about mind body and how to use your mind to improve your dancing and how to improve your performance. And so this was kind of, I feel like my first like portal into, oh, there's something else. So at dance college, I was being told all these things and trying really hard to do them. You know, I was following the steps, doing what I was told and yet still felt frustrated and like I wasn't reaching my potential. I opened this book and suddenly it was like, oh, I'm missing a whole piece. I'm missing how the mind is connected to the body. And that really just opened my mind to there's something else. Through my life, you know, I kind of was like taken on this treasure hunt by life. You know, I never had one of those like big catastrophes like many people do, but it was really just life saying, okay, here's the next thing, here's the next thing, here's the next thing. I moved to New York in 2004, which was a crazy leap. I moved basically not knowing anyone here, not having a visa, not having a job, not having any money. And I was like, I had this feeling of like, go to New York. So I moved to New York and shortly after started discovering some different like practices that were basically blowing my mind. And I started having these kind of like healing sessions where I was experiencing challenges I've had in my body for my entire life vanishing, like back pain vanishing, like stress in my neck changing, my emotional state changing. And what was crazy was that it wasn't somebody doing something to me. It was really my body really learning that it can heal itself. And so I was kind of taken on this journey of, okay, the body can heal itself. We have this wisdom inside of us. How do we tap into that? Continuing my journey, kind of long story short, but ended up hanging out with a scientist named Nassim Haramein, who has written a unified field theory that basically, talking of Einstein, took Einstein's field equation and completed it by adding some parts that Einstein never got to finish in his lifetime, although he had clues that they were there, adding spin and torque to actually create a unified field theory. So basically the science to show how everything is connected. So how every single atom in the universe is connected to every other atom and we really are existing in infinite energy. So I had, you know, the dance background, the mind, the body, the body heals itself. And then this piece with like the physics of the universe. And so over the next few years, I was like, what is my thing? And how do we make this applicable? Because it's cool to know your body can heal. It's cool to know your mind is powerful. It's cool to know that, you know, the universe is connected. But that's useless if I can't apply it to my life. So fast forward a little bit more, you know, entered the entrepreneur world back in 2011 and really started to discover what am I here to do? How can I help people to be the best them by bringing all these tools together, synthesizing it and really helping people to access their potential as fast as possible and without having to go through all the, you know, there's so many things out there and so many opinions, but how to help people really connect in to know what is true for them and to be able to access the truth, kind of like, you know, quote unquote, the truth, but the science, the science of the body, the science of the universe, the science of how our body heals. And then I just started having such 
immense response um you know as you know you describe me as your secret weapon it's like this information and this practice that no one is talking about and it's now you know I feel like people are ready for it and you know just taking people through the pathway of being the best them and I do that my kind of school online school is called superhuman school so when people ask me what I do I'm like well I help you be superhuman which is basically tapping into the potential that we already have and just helping to like speed up that process it's funny too that one of the reasons why you were my secret weapon is I think you're right today people are much more open and receptive but back then like to tell somebody else the work that we were doing was like weird right? right and it could to some some of our listeners probably not our listeners but seem weird to the outside person but i mean man it's been so powerful and laura actually just came and spoke and worked her magic on a lot of our inner circle mastermind members which was really really cool so i hope laura's story kind of gives some more context for you guys but here's my first question talking about this word potential and reaching your full potential if you could say it in a word or a sentence what is keeping people or blocking people from reaching their full potential? You talk so much about the body and the mind-body connection. Is it the body that's keeping people from that? Because I would feel like someone who's like, yeah, but I just want to make more money or something like, how does the body play into that? Mm-hmm. Great question. So if you think about the ultimate potential that you experience in life, like if you could give a example of like what is ultimate potential so I'll just let you think about that for a moment I mean to me when I imagine humans and life I would say the ultimate potential is a baby it's like life itself the fact that you exist and that you are listening to this and that you have thoughts and a body and a life that is a miracle and ultimate human potential is it's like that essence like completely connected and you know it and you feel it so we were all born with this infinite potential inside of us we still have it it's just through life we get disconnected so babies exist in a very joyful state you know you look in their eyes and you're like fall in love it's just that pure essence of magic they heal much more easily they progress they grow at a like crazy rate it's you know it defies possibility in so many ways and so through life we have these events let's just call it stress (laughs) you know and the science world if you actually ask them what causes any symptom or any problem they'll always put it down to stress and what is stress stress is some kind of situation in life that our body feels like it can't process it's like if you've got all those programs running on your computer and you try and compute something and your computer is like I can't handle all this and then the circuits blow and then your computer stops running as well same thing happens in the body you know your parents split up you fall out of friendship with your best friend you break your leg you have some kind of stressful event and we have many of them I mean think about this day or this week I'm sure you can name at least five stressful things all of those things impact us and they create communication breakdowns that basically take us further away from that natural state of healing that natural connection to that 
infinite intelligence. So it's still there. It's just we get disconnected and it's like the disconnect happens, yes, in our body if we equate our body to be kind of like a computer that can get like bugs in it or like, you know, the hard drive clogged up and we need to kind of defrag the computer. We need to clean out the hard drive. We need to kind of update the operating system and kind of do those repairs on the like physical body. And I'm like using my fingers in quotation marks there because what we realize is that that wisdom, that intelligence isn't physical. You know, that intelligence that's beating your heart that's breathing you, that's growing your hair, that's moving your length, like that intelligence is still there. And it's like helping to kind of reestablish that flow. And then we feel that greater sense of connection and therefore potential. Wow. (laughs) That is intense. And I don't think most of us make those connections on our own. You know, I mean, I definitely would say I haven't for the vast majority of my life. And so I definitely want to go further down that rabbit hole of investigating potential through the mind-body connection. I think we've both decided to start this conversation out with conversation around the brain. And I love it. I think it's a great idea. And this concept of thinking like Einstein or having an Einstein brain. So let's just jump in there. Why an Einstein brain and why is that significant? So I'm sure all of you are aware Einstein was brilliant. (laughs) He was a genius, a genius of our time. And what we know about Einstein is that he was brilliant, not just in one single area. He was actually brilliant in both the arts and the science. And for me, he represents thinking with the whole mind, really using your whole brain. And they actually did do an autopsy on Einstein when he passed away and they found that there was an area in his brain that was very, very highly developed. And this area is fascinating because it really gives us the key to why he was so brilliant and then how we can actually access that brilliance ourselves. So have you got any idea what that part of that brain might be? Do not ask me. Please don't ask me. So it's something called the corpus callosum, the corpus callosum. And this, the word doesn't matter. What matters is there's a part of the brain which connects, it unites or it separates, depending on how you look at it, the two hemispheres of the brain. So I'm sure everyone is familiar with the concept of right-left brain. So the right brain more intuitive, more feeling, it's more feminine, it's that like big picture, it's more the art and the like perceiver. Whereas the left brain is the more masculine, logical, linear reasoning, put it in a box, have to understand it, and if I don't understand it, it's not real. And so we all have both parts of our brain, and if you're listening, I'm sure that there's some of you who are more connected to feeling like you're right-brained and some of you who feel more like you're left-brained. But the thing is, you have both. And one thing I want to throw in here is if you're not sure if you're more left-brained or right-brained, I highly want to recommend episode 20 of our podcast where I take you through the Myers-Briggs personality type because one of the distinctions they create there is one of the letters 
is either a T or an F, a thinker or a feeler. And it's very similar. Like what I love and I get really passionate about is seeing similarities and similar messages coming from different angles. And that's something I've always noticed is, you know, I'm traditionally very left brain, very logical thinker. And over time, I realized exactly what Laura is talking about here, which is the significance, the value of integrating the other half. And I just have to like say here so people get this, I would say that my normal logical thought process would be if I wanted to be more of a genius, if I wanted to be more like Einstein, it would be to develop my left brain more, to fill it with more facts and data and more strategy. And the argument you're making would be quite the opposite. Mm -hmm. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, if you think about, and let's think about something you did today. So I know you got up, you got dressed. Every single action involves both right and left brain. So you had to decide what am I going to wear? How does this outfit go together? And then you looked, you took a step back. Hopefully you looked in the mirror. You're like, okay, How do I feel about the style of this? What am I portraying with this outfit? And, you know, there's simple things like, you know, our day-to-day activities. But then if you are creating a launch or you are putting an email out to your list or you want to make a program, you have to be able to have both. You have to know, okay, what's the big picture? What do I want it to look like? What is that overall vision? Why do I want to do it? What's the feeling But you can't just have that. And that's where many people get stuck. You know, particularly women tend to be lost in that big picture thinking. They're like, I just want it to feel good. But we have to also have, how do I get that? What are the steps? And how do I really, in every moment, make every single decision with my whole brain and not have them fighting? And I'm sure... You can all think of an example where there was a situation and you were like, oh, I feel this. I want that. I have this image of, and then your left brain is like, no, but you can't. And what will your parents think? And that's not possible. You need to do it like this and explain it to me. And that's why we have so much conflict in our world Mm. between men and women, between different perspectives. And the answer is never one or the other. It's how can we be both, even though they can seem so paradoxical. I love this. Now, let me, before we continue, because I I have a feeling you're going to show us how we can start to do this. How would you even define the word genius? Like, what what does genius mean to you? Genius to me is what Einstein represented, which is that wholeness. It's someone who is very connected to the big picture And, you know, depending on your journey, some of us can conceptualize a much bigger picture to the, you know, some people to the level of I'm connected to the universe, like a very, this is a big connected web that we're existing in, but without being able to communicate it, without being able to put it into practice and actually create something from that, bringing in the left-brained aspect it's kind of useless. And so a genius for me is that harmony of the right brain and the left brain. And also having the continual evolution of deepening that because it's not like you get to this, okay, now I'm connected and that's it. 
there's always further to go. So it's like the, that genius is the genius wisdom that is constantly improving, improving, improving. Or like when I say improving, I mean like deepening its perception of the fact that it's that holistic web, you know, and in right brain, left brain. Got it. Okay. <laughs> so we need to come from both. We need to have a holistic brain. I love that. If you guys have been listening for some time, that's something we've tried to, I wouldn't say think holistically, but it's definitely been a message here of I'm going to approach it from the left brain angle. And then we're going to talk about it from the right brain angle. And I think now what we're talking about is connecting them. And I love that. So how do we do that? So the wonderful thing about science is it always comes back to something tangible. So we all have a brain. We're talking about right brain, left brain, and we said the concept of right brain, the concept of left brain, but when we talked about Einstein and his corpus callosum, that is a physical structure in the brain. And physically, I know that every single person listening has a right brain, literally in your head if you touch your skull. In your skull, you have a brain, and that brain is made of a right hemisphere and a left hemisphere and you do have a corpus callosum so rather than trying to give you something to outwardly do another tool another strategy or telling you think like this or think like that we can actually go it's like instead of trying to tell your computer to kind of act different but we haven't actually changed the code we can actually go in to the brain and get the brain to update to reevaluate. How well are these two hemispheres connecting? So we can actually get your body to run a physiological update to improve the blood flow in your brain, to improve the, you know, that your brain is an electrical circuit. So it's like literally there's electricity running in your brain. So we need to improve that. And we need to make sure that all those circuits, you know, you have a hundred billion neurons in your brain. That's as many stars as in the galaxy. That's a lot and if you can imagine them as little like light beams <laughs> kind of shooting back and forth I mean hopefully you can have that picture that like kind of web kind of like the spider's web but 3D and there's all lots of little lights in there we want all those lights to be turned on and so we can actually do a very simple technique that I can lead us all through today that if you practice it regularly we'll be turning on those lights increasing the blood flow increasing that communication between right brain and left brain and you will be turning into your own Einstein genius before you know it. Okay, that's a big promise and that's amazing and that's partly why we call Laura my secret weapon. So this all sounds incredible. This is something we can do. Yes. And we can do it now. We can do it right now. So what I want us to do before we actually do the technique is to just take a moment and notice how you feel. So just run a quick like check of, can I feel myself? Am I breathing? Do I have any pain in my body? Do I feel stressed? Do I feel relaxed? Just notice how you feel. Now think about something you want to do this week, maybe some big project you've got going. Notice how clear it is in your mind. Just because after we do this technique, you can actually come back and then reevaluate to see if it helped. So this is kind of like the assessment, like the before and the after. Exactly. Cool. Exactly. 
Okay, so we've got that, you've got your assessment. So now here's how we're going to actually do the technique. So everyone has two hands, so you need to have both your hands completely free. You're going to take one of your hands, it doesn't matter which hand, and you're going to take it and place it on the back of your head. So you feel how the base of your skull, kind of the, where your neck and your skull connect, you're gonna put your hand there. And then with the other hand, you're going to gently tap over the top of your head. So if you were gently patting a little doggy or a little baby on the head, you just want to cover both hemispheres of the brain and tap on the head and take nice deep breaths. And then you're going to take that tapping hand and you're going to tap over your sternum or over your heart. So your heart is also involved in making this upgrade and ultimately the you know right left brain brain and heart we're really helping to support that and breathing then you're going to take that hand that's on the base of your skull and move it up one hand width so where your little finger is you're going to kind of put your thumb there that's it and then you're going to repeat the tapping between head and heart and take nice deep breaths all the way in and all the way out. And again, nice deep breath. And out. Then you're going to move your hand to the next position. So replace your thumb with your, where your little finger is. So we're working our way over the whole brain and tap again between head and heart. And breathe. And you can imagine, if you like, that the lights are turning on in your brain. And you don't need to tap harder. Tapping harder doesn't necessarily make it work better. In fact, actually, sometimes tapping more softly will be more effective because we're working with the energy field of the body. So we're coming in and out. Let's go back to tapping on the head. I'm just going back and forth. We're tapping. We're coming in and out of the surface electrical field of the brain. So we're saying, hey, brain, go take a look at yourself. It's like go run a system check and then tap over your heart. And we're tapping over the heart to store it. Then you're going to move the hand down to the next position. And you should be, depending on the size of your hands and your head, about at your forehead or eyebrows. And keep tapping. So I'm Tapping on my head with the other hand and then I'm going to tap over my heart and keep breathing. Breathing is very important for many reasons and in this case just really helps to improve the blood flow, the energy flow to the brain. And then the last position you're going to take both hands and you're going to put one either side. So I have the kind of palm of my hand kind of over my temples and my fingers are pointing back towards the back of my head and I'm just going to hold here for a moment. So this is covering the last part of my brain. So I've got the right brain and the left brain in my hands and I can also imagine the corpus callosum in there. And then you're going to just take one hand off and do the tapping again. So tapping over the head and you're still breathing. And tapping over the heart. And let's hold just one more moment. So holding both sides of the brain. Deep breath. 
and then tap again, head and heart. That's good. And then you can just relax your hands and just rest for a moment and just do nothing. So maybe you can just close your eyes for a moment and just let yourself notice if you feel anything so you might feel depending on how sensitive you are you might feel some tingles in your brain it might feel warm it might feel relaxed and if you don't really feel anything that's fine too but just know that your brain will be making upgrades you know sometimes you do the like update on your phone you don't think anything's changed but then suddenly you're like oh it is running better so I really recommend whether you feel a lot or whether you didn't feel it at all to give this a go to actually go ahead and practice this let's do it three times a day it takes what maybe two minutes and let's try and do that for the next three days and let's have a challenge and see how we feel so but even after that one time go back and just notice okay how does my body feel and how does that thing I was thinking about, how does that feel? But when I imagine it, does it feel any different? So for those of you who are listening, I'd love to know. Message me somehow. <laughs> Let me know. We'll be in touch. And, you know, James right now, how does that feel? Well, I was, you? to be, you know, <laughs> totally brutally honest, I've been super tired today in our New York apartment. The people living above us, like, wake up super early it's super loud so I'm just like oh man I'm tired and it's you know that early afternoon that's how I felt and now I'm like I don't feel tired I just mm -hmm. I feel like relaxed but there isn't that like you know that painful tiredness mm -hmm. like you're forcing yourself to stay awake that's amazing now okay real quick so we've talked about things like tapping in the past and EFT and stuff but maybe you haven't listened to those episodes so in one moment, we're talking about science, and then all of a sudden, we're like randomly touching our head and stuff. What just happened? What is it we were doing? Can you explain a little bit more? Because there are going to be people that have never done this before, and we want to encourage them to keep doing it. Obviously, it doesn't hurt. There's nothing like, you know, it takes two minutes of your life. But what is it? What did we just do? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. So... Imagine you're standing behind somebody and they're in your way and you want to get past them. And you say, hey, can you get out of the way? And they've got the headphones in, they don't hear you. What can you do? You can tap them on the shoulder and get their attention. And so the tapping is really just, it's bringing attention to an area. And so in this case, we're bringing the attention to our brain. And so everything is perception you feeling your body is your brain is having it's receiving information from your body and having an experience that then you are interpreting in your brain as life and so when we bring it more attention more awareness and we talked about increasing the blood flow increasing that neural activity if you had EEGs on the brain while we did this, you would see that there's an increase in brain activity. So we are literally lighting up the brain cells and we are literally bringing that awareness. We're saying, hey brain, go look at yourself, go make the updates. And you know, so often 
we can't see things in life, you know, particularly if it's yourself, if you have greens stuck in your teeth from breakfast, those of you who eat greens for breakfast, you don't know unless A, you look in the mirror or B, someone tells you and then you're like, why didn't they tell me earlier? And so we're really, it's like doing that. It's we're bringing the attention deep into our brains so that our brains can make the connection, can clear out, you know, any kind of, let's say, blockages in there and really just increase the neural activity. I love it. Now, not to put you on the spot, but you don't have any visuals for our listeners on just like what those positions were. I have a video on YouTube. Okay. So we will link up a video that shows exactly Mm -hmm. how to do this. This is about integrating both halves of the brain Mm -hmm. so we can think and act like Einstein, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. And it takes two minutes. Mm -hmm. And so our homework as a best practice would what? Just be doing this two to three times a day? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, absolutely. I would do it, you know, like... When you get up in the morning, at some point during the day and in the evening, and you can't do this too much. I mean, unless you get obsessive about it, obviously, but if you feel stressed out, if you feel tired, if you have an injury or if you burn your hand on the toaster, do this right away because the other effect of this is that it helps to bring both the brain and the body out of shock, out of the sympathetic nervous system, which is basically freak out mode, And it helps to bring it back into the parasympathetic, which is that rest, relaxation state. Everything happens better when we're relaxed. So it really, really helps to reset. And also, if you have trouble falling asleep in the evening, do this. And if you have an injury or any kind of shock, do it because it will help to bring you out of that shock. You know, if you have an accident and you have to call an ambulance, the first thing they do is try to bring people out of shock, calm them down, it's okay, it, you know, stops bleeding, it helps to immediately initiate the healing response, that is what we need, and we need that all the time for every little stressor of life. (laughs) This is amazing. So, we all have a left and a right side of our brain. I would say the average person, most people, are dominant in one or the other, unless you are already Einstein and just born that way, unless he knew about tapping back then and was secretly doing this and not telling anybody. But the secret, in air quotes, is to live not just wholeheartedly, but whole brainly as well. <laughs> I love that. And with this simple two minute exercise that Laura shared, you can start to do this as well. And by the way, I just love the self-assessment, the before and after, because sometimes the shifts are subtle. And I've done tapping and stuff in the past where you're kind of left going like, did that do anything? I don't even know. But to get really present and aware, to even like fine tune that awareness and seeing progress, I think for someone like me, especially very left brain, inspires me to keep doing it. Be like, okay, mm-hmm. it might have been a subtle but it's still something that's pretty significant. That's profound to me. So some people might think this is totally weird (laughs) and that's okay. Cause I used to think this stuff was totally weird. So how do we bring this all back around? Where does the mind body connection then come in and where do we go from here? Well, we just talked about the brain today, but newsflash, you have a whole body and your whole body is affecting 
your life and it's not just affecting your health and how you feel but it's actually affecting what decisions you make how productive you are how much energy you have how powerful you can be in your business how successful you are in relationships how much money you can make and when we are in business and in life and really wanting to reach our potential that infinite potential is in our body so this was like a grain of sand on a epic gorgeous beautiful Hawaii sandy beach and there is so much more we have so much untapped potential we know that and when we can dive into okay where is all that magic inside of my body start to learn how to tap into that and kind of do those updates on a cellular level for the whole of us that's when it really gets fun. So I would love to. That's what we're going to talk about on the next session with Laura. So to sum up and get people really excited for that, your body affects your life. Is it your mind that's affecting your body? Is it like a two-way street here? How does this all connect? It's a two-way street. Okay. So your body is your mind and your mind is your body. And we can do some exercises where you can actually feel that, how immediately when you think something, it changes your physicality and how you can really imagine some very deep stuff that's going on in your body, even like your blood flowing through your veins or your heart beating or your breathing. But kind of even more fascinating is how our body kind of develops its own little personalities its own little like ways of seeing the world and how each body part has a job that is affecting our mind so real quick I'll give you the example of the liver the liver is a very big organ we all have one it's to do with detoxing to do with metabolism it's doing so many processes in our body to keep us healthy that organ, it's like it has to metabolize, it has to organize, and it's literally having to get us moving. It's like the engine in the car. And if for whatever reason we have imbalances in our liver or a memory of, you know, something very emotional that wasn't processed fully, or we inherited, you know, any kind of like liver toxicity that will affect how we are motivated in life, how we plan, how we organize, how we really get things moving. And so sometimes we get so, you know, caught up in like mindset and what do I need to do and what actions do I need to take? But often, in fact, mostly a simple shift in our actual body. It's like the personality upgrade in a physical organ like your liver suddenly oh organizing's easy oh i thought i was bad at planning but actually i'm great at it and so we get both we get improvements in our life and the actions that come from that body part and we get healthier body part and that it's like a two-way street everything affects everything this is amazing so you know i said earlier that i always look for the same things being spoken from different angles or from different people. And I feel like there's some relevance or similarities in what, you know, I know is a huge conversation piece that Tony Robbins has at his events where he talks about, you know, peak states and using your body to affect your emotions. So it sounds very similar here, but it also sounds like we're going to take this a lot deeper than just choosing a peak state. Mm -hmm. 
So Absolutely. I'm very excited about this and I hope you guys are and I hope you'll tune in for my next session with Laura. Again, I've known her for years and she has like blown my mind and it isn't just, I mean, I think that's a huge distinction Laura brings to the table. It isn't just more thoughts and concepts and cerebral ideas, but applicable actions that like get you to experience and hopefully you guys saw an example of that here today with this two minute little exercise we did again if you couldn't follow along please go to the show notes we'll link up laura's video so you can just follow along with that video It'll be amazing laura thank you so much for being here i feel like it really is just a grain of sand and it's just we've mm -hmm. we the tip of the iceberg we've opened the door to a much bigger conversation that for a lot of people i think is so far outside the realm of their current knowing or understanding of like how much the body plays a role and for someone like me who was the awkward unathletic person in high school that's something that is definitely far outside of what i've ever conceived of as logical but it's such an exciting conversation and i can't wait to continue with you so thank you for being here absolutely thank you so much for having me and i'm super excited to hear all of the amazing ideas that you get once you've balanced your brain and become geniuses awesome you guys <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one. Take care. For 10 years now, I've made my living selling digital courses, membership subscriptions, and group coaching. I've been able to make millions of dollars. Yet even better, I've been able to help thousands upon thousands of students with my training. Yet I've never taught my system on how to actually get started. How to choose the right niche, the right product, the right tools, and the right plan. Until now, the information marketing industry is booming now more than ever. And if you've been sitting on the sidelines waiting to get in, well, now is your time. For the next eight weeks, I'm going to be delivering a brand new training course live showing exactly how to get started and get profitable, even if you have no list, no product, or no idea. And the best part is, it's 100% free. All you have to do is request an invite to my private Facebook group. Every week, I'll broadcast a live, in-depth training with homework, action items, and of course, Q&A. So to request access to my private group now and join the training absolutely free, simply visit www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. That's www.jameswedmore.com forward slash free. And I'll see you there.